Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nice to Meet You. This is Simone, and this is a podcast of conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. Today, we have with us my best friend, Caitlin. And Caitlin, would you introduce yourself to everyone and say how we met? I'm Simone's best friend. <laughs> I mean, there's like a list of you guys, but... Um. Yeah, I know. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, I am fine sharing the shelf. Uh, you said, tell them about myself. Yeah. I am a third-year PhD student in uh, a genetics and development program. So I study heart development. And I have little time for anything else. What else about myself, Simone? <laughs> Why don't you have enough time for yourself? Oh, yeah, because I'm paid nothing and I work all the time. Oh. <laughs> do you at least enjoy what you're doing? Yes. What do you enjoy about what you're doing? Um, I've always wanted to answer questions about us, like as human beings, how mm-hmm. we develop. I thought you meant me and you. <laughs> I got into science because I couldn't understand me Our and relationship. <laughs> um... And how it developed through our... No. I'm going to drop that joke. Uh, I wanted to answer questions about human biology. Like, when I learned about DNA in middle school, I was like, that is the code to everything that is both wrong and right with us as a species. And I wanted to fix what was wrong with us. What kind of problems are you trying to solve with biology? Um, So, as I said, I work on heart development. So... There's these genes that, when mutated, uh, result in our hearts not developing properly. And um, it's these genes that actually then go on to regulate other genes. Mm -hmm. So it's not the genes themselves that are causing the problem. It's all the genes that they regulate. Yeah. And so I'm working on the genes that they regulate, how those are actually physically affecting the heart development. Okay. So it's really fun. Cool. Um, So where did you grow up? grew up in Prince George's County, Maryland, um, in the same house my mom grew up in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How did you like growing up in PG? I loved it. Um, I didn't even know it was a unique experience until really probably... It probably didn't really... Like, I probably didn't understand the true uniqueness of it until high school, but I do remember being told in like second grade that white people are the majority in Maryland and the country and like I wasn't even at a predominant like I was just at a very like diverse elementary school so it wasn't that any one population seemed to be the like dominant population yeah and I remember they were saying that it was we like white people were the majority and I was just like where? What do you, where, huh? <laughs> and at first they said the country, and I was like, okay, yeah, I've only ever been to Maryland. I don't know what the country's like. Yeah. And then they said Maryland, too, and I was like... That does not make sense. I was like, what? Because, <laughs> I mean, in my experience, I feel in like... In Prince George's County, it doesn't make sense. Maryland is PG County. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's PG <laughs> in Baltimore. Like, both are. <laughs> but no, so... Um, and then by the time I got to high school, I think I realized that growing up in Prince George's County allowed me to understand problems that the majority of white Americans don't have to face. Yeah. So, and, or maybe not understand, but at least, like, recognize that there are problems out there that majority of white Americans don't face. What do you think is, like, the biggest problem that minorities face? Ooh, this is, like, a tough question. That's a tough question. Like, the biggest problem, I think, is probably that they're 
governments don't take their education seriously. Mm -hmm. So, like, public education is always less funded in areas with people of color than, like, with people. Like, you can see that Prince George's County versus Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. And uh, that partly is a county problem, but also, like, there's still the state of Maryland that can regulate funding. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's the biggest problem because, like, without a good, like, basis, without a great education, like, there's really no upward... Mobility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I see. I was going to ask another question. I, got, I, I felt like a politician. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought about becoming a politician? Yes. I Are you going to do it? I don't know. Um, honestly, like, I was really inspired by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Um, like, I love just her. how young she was and, like, she beat an incumbent, like, someone who had long been with him. Yeah. Um, Apparently her and Paul Ryan um, joined the... Senate at the same time, like at the same age. Oh, like he was twenty. Yes, yes, also. yes. I was like, um, Paul Ryan's been in this. No, yeah, no. Like, like, <laughs> I remember she was like talking about like how people talk about her being so young and like and being immature for the job, and it's like, okay, well, Paul Ryan, who is literally now, yeah, like, the Speaker of the House. Yes. Um. So, what do you I find didn't interesting? Because I wasn't sure. I, I was. I was like. I was like. I was like. Uh, Senate. I was like Speaker of the House. Somebody's gonna. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, so what do you find interesting? What do I, I guess you kind of like touched on like biology I'm, and genetics. Yeah, I find biology and genetics extremely uh, interesting enough to dedicate you know, at least this part of my yeah, life to it. Solid um, 10 years. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I also just find, like I've always found, found written word really interesting, like mm-hmm. how people choose to express themselves and all the messages you can convey mm-hmm. and just also how like me and you could read the same book but i take something away from it that you don't you don't take away but you take something away from it that i don't take away yeah so that was also like very disappointing like um as a child going to movies after you read the book because like you paint the picture like yeah, in your it's, head it's a different picture yeah yeah but it's not necessarily a wrong picture yeah it's i think just a not lot of people get stuck on it being like the wrong picture mm-hmm. and it's like well, also, books are just richer than any movie can ever be. Like, it takes you a lot longer to read a book than to watch the movie about the book. Yeah. Like, you can fit a lot. And also, like, in a movie, they can only show you the emotion. Yeah, in a, exactly. In a book, they're showing you, but it's also just more in deliberate. Depth. and yeah. yeah. And there's also only the author has to be on the same page to write the book. In a movie, the actor, uh, the director, the, the producers, the costume designer, the makeup. Yeah. Like, they all have to agree or at least be going in the same direction for something to make sense. Um, it's just more so if, if you think about it, like, this, um, authors, they kind of, like, give you a picture and let you color it in, but, like, when you get a movie, it's already colored in. Yes. So. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, though, I mean, Harry Potter never disappointed me. I could not read that book. I tried. I really did. I, I've, I At just, least you're not one of those people that's like, I love Harry Potter, and then oh, I no. never read the books. I've yeah, no, seen see, like five out of seven <laughs> of the movies. I was I was fucking with it for a little bit, but um, I saw that third movie I think with the spiders, and I was like, no, I think I'm good. All right. Um, <laughs> so um, I guess we can get into some questions now. Um, would you like to pick a number, or do you want me to pick? I would like to pick a number. All right, let's, let's go. Let's start one off. through. Um, I think it's like eighty now. 81, 1 through 81. Um, I'm going to go with 5 because that is my number. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite joke? 
We actually oh, have. We talked about this on Michelle's podcast. Shout out to Fun with Friends podcast. Oh, I just like dad jokes. Yes, also shout out to Fun with Friends. Like very deluged to like agreement to shout out her podcast. Um, I just love dad jokes. Like, uh, yeah, you're telling them to me, sort. like, like literally, like, Simone, let me just tell you dad jokes for 15 minutes. Straight. Literally. And, like, I guess I couldn't, like, I couldn't just tell a joke off the top of my head, which is a very weird trait for someone who loves, like, corny dad jokes. Yeah. But. There were a couple that you told pun, me. About. Yeah. Any sort of play on words. You got me. You got me, gal. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, my. It's a riddle, really, but, like, what has four. Wheels and flies. You already told me this joke. <laughs> <laughs> a garbage truck. A garbage truck. I remember that really got me in sixth grade. We, <laughs> we had like daily warm ups, and the teacher would write riddles, but this is clearly more of a joke than it is a riddle. Yeah. And also, it's kind of ruined. No, I guess flies and like flies, the action are the same. Spelling. But sometimes riddles get ruined if you, if you same, write the joke yeah. as opposed to saying yeah. them. What's a message that you have for people younger than you? Okay, advice to high school students is high school. Not necessarily high school students, just well, people for, younger. Yeah, than I guess you. like for me, when I think about like a, a a period in my life where not that I need a lot of guidance necessarily, but like I had a lot of questions and I I had a lot of paths that I wanted to take and I stuck to one path, but there were many. Was high school, mm-hmm. and I think that if you're in high school, just recognize that. 18 is not some like number that you have to have everything figured out by and your high school administrators even your teachers will like make you think that you have to go to school you have to know what you want to major in you have to have everything worked out and that's just not true like you can take a gap year in work if you need to you if that like is feasible for you yeah because college is expensive you don't want to just be there just no like to be there there are so many like people who i meet in college where i think you would have saved a lot of money if you did two years of community college and then transitioned once you really knew your major that you wanted to do like get all your gen eds done at community college and then like if you think anyone's going to judge you for that like screw them like they don't like in the long term you're saving yourself thousands of dollars and it sucks because i feel like a lot of people would have chosen that path if it felt like it was like because it it seems like you know like everybody's like oh four-year college that's what you need to do yes like so the two things in my life that like i've always been like stuck between is pursuing a career in science or pursuing a career in writing and por que no los dos um, is that the- that's what I've said. That is. <laughs> okay. Is, okay. But in terms of like those two paths, I, I did think I could do both and it's just not working out. Like I don't mm-hmm. have the time I need to dedicate to writing. Yeah. Um, the last time I wrote a short story was like senior year of college. That was three years ago. Ooh. Three years. And I was taking a class. That's why I wrote it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I took a writing class in New York, but it was for screenwriting. So I wasn't writing like stories. And if I were to pursue writing, I wouldn't have even gone to college. I, I say that now looking back. Yeah. Like, I probably still would have ended up going to college. Yeah, some classes or something just to, but like, learn I, a little bit more. Yeah, but, like, if I could time travel back to 18, if, like, I really need... I mean, I'm not saying I want to start over that 
time period at all. But like, let's say someone was like, you know what? You would be a better writer than you are a scientist. Let's, let's take you back to 18. Yeah. Knowing everything I know now, I wouldn't go to college at all. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, if I'm going to write, I'm going to go work and travel and get stories. Yeah. And so like, depending on what you want to do with your life, like college is, might not even be the decision you want to make. So... That's hard, though. At 18, I don't think that, like... But that's why I say take a gap year. Because then you, like... I think also just another piece of advice is get a job. Like, if if you can do a summer gig, like, in high school, do it. Because, like, having a boss, being responsible to something, like... And getting a paycheck for it, that teaches you so much. Like, I mean, my mom would want me to work for her many times. But that's not the same thing as, like, having a job that isn't your family. Where because people, your family like, aren't just treating you nice because you, they know you. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, you need a boss that does not care about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that does teach you something. Kaylin, oh my god. You're like, get, get into a toxic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not... Do not get into a toxic romantic relationship. <laughs> Um, not that those are like, <laughs> excuse me, hi, would you like to get into a toxic <laughs> relationship? Yeah, we have half of our toxic relationships this year. <laughs> those yeah. shits are free. That's um, my advice. Don't pay for toxic relationships. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually you don't have, well, usually you don't pay for them those shits front. are free. Usually you pay for them later at the end. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever date a coworker slash have you? Um, I've never dated a coworker. This is weird because my lab is all women and uh, everyone's in a relationship but me. Yeah. So, like, no. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) but if you're talking like I am technically in school, right? And like, you could say, you you could rephrase it like, would you date a fellow student? And I actually do have rules, and I've talked about this with like fellow, like, friends, students, where we all have a cohort. Like, we all came into the PhD at a certain time with people with us and then you have your department and then there's other departments and so like I've always said I won't date anyone in my department cohort but I'll date people who are like third years but they're in a different department yeah and I would also date people who are in other departments in any cohort doesn't matter so what's your reason for not dating a a coworker or like a someone like someone in my cohort yeah um like you have to see them at very stressful things. Like, I have to see them at the conference. I have to see them at, like, all the departmental, like, events. And um, even though I think I'm at an age where I could handle a relationship, like, respectfully and with a level head, like, you never know. Um, that And I just don't like any of those boys. <laughs> <laughs> Theoretical, but... Uh... <laughs> Y'all can listen. I'll it out to all of them. I don't know if I would date a coworker. I feel like it's tough because um, I feel like it's messy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. You just don't want those emotions that you're like. You don't want those emotions in a place where you're trying to keep a level head at all times. Yeah. What's your weakest quality in your relationships? Oh, um. I said, oh, because there's so many. (laughs) Probably that I 
guess people's reactions to things before the situation's played out. And so then it changes how I react to the situation because I'm assuming how they're going to react. And then it's like a whole... So is it like a downward fuck. spiral? Spiral of oh, like, hell oh, they're going to yeah. react terribly, so I'm going to have to come oh, up with aggressive. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, not necessarily aggressive, but like it'll, it'll kind of change how I think. Like if I think you're going to act like action A, and then I'm going to... Nest, I'm going to... with just because of the simple bias that I gave myself, think all your reactions are under the umbrella of, of mm-hmm. scenario A, action A. Yeah. And that's not always true. And, like, I'm at a place where I can recognize that, like, sometimes people react differently to than how I expect. Yeah. But just the, like, I, just the concept of, like, guessing how people are going to react isn't, like, the best thing to do. Yeah. Is it like um, you assume that like it's like kind of like your mind like plays like it's like malicious intent like where there's not sometimes intent? it's like malicious intent mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's just like it's the the scenario is going to go the worst way possible. Yeah. As opposed to like average. Mm-hmm. So how do you try to combat that like now? Therapy. Is it just like th- <laughs> true? <laughs> um, yeah, I actually write down anytime I'm in a situation. Uh, where I'm feeling, like, a certain emotions. Yeah. I write down the situation, and then I write down, like, my reactionary thoughts to the situation. And mm-hmm. then there are these things called distortions that everyone does. Like, we all have a way of, like, thinking that sometimes gets us into a rut. Like, yeah. we're repeating the same sort of thought patterns, and, like, those thought patterns obviously aren't going to apply to every single situation. So then I write down, like, what distortion I think is, like, occurring in this. Yeah. Sometimes I write down situations I'm like, I was not distorted. <laughs> this happened. Like, no, no, no. They were in the wrong. I was angry. I was rightfully angry. And yeah. she'll go, you know what? That, yeah, that situation, you were right. <laughs> not that I'm right. I'm right about the situation. Yeah. Not that I'm, like, right in the argument. No one's right or wrong in an argument. Yeah. Like, it's about, like, your perception of the argument and, like, how. Yes, my perception was correct. Yeah. Exactly. Which is really important when, you like, you've dealt with anxiety, like, yeah. your whole life. Because you, it's hard to trust your perception of events. Because you, that's one of the things that makes you anxious is, like, am I doing this correctly? Yeah. <laughs> but, Yeah. Yeah, I've I've tried to kind of started like doing that, like writing down like um, my like bad qualities, I would say, and like trying to like figure out where those come from, and like trying yeah. to like you know like make myself into a better person by recognizing where I mess up. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I would just say like you don't have to frame it like in a negative way either. You know, like I guess I frame it in a negative way because it's like things that I want to change about myself. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would always just say just because you're improving on something doesn't mean it's like... I, I guess well, also I have very black and white thinking sometimes. I'm not here bad, I think. Worse, not uh, just bad. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm very like colorful with my thought. I think, uh, I'd like to think I am, but then everyone thinks I'm not. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I see all the shades. <laughs> but they're just grayscale. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but there's different colors, right? <laughs> what do you find most attractive about the human body? I want to say lips, mm-hmm. but then also I will always notice if someone has like well manicured like eyebrows, like they like someone who's just like taking care of their physical appearance. Okay. Appearance, um, probably because that's what I want people to notice about. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my eyebrows are done. <laughs> um, so just like well manicured people. Yeah, like, oh my god, if someone has some nasty fingernails, 
No. So, no. Um, as I know, your celebrity crush, Chris Evans, what if you meet him and he has dirty fingernails? What are you doing? That's okay. That's okay. He's okay. Wow. Chris Evans can do no wrong. What's up, Chris? Holla I really thought you were going to be like, look, I don't know. <laughs> Chris Evans could. Mm-mm. What he if he even like had some, a like, beard and I was okay, and I hate beards. You hate beards? I mean, there's sometimes where I like beards. Girl, what? I do not like I did not know they, this about you. Okay. Have you ever kissed someone with a beard? Yes. Oh, I just so scratchy. I don't like it. Mm, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, so somebody on Twitter was saying that, like, beards, like, contour the face. So that's why, like, it makes I'm okay men with more the attractive. Man with makeup. He can live his life. There are many a times where I'm looking at a drag queen in drag, and I'm like, they're so attractive. And I'm like, this is not a real human being. Like, they are wearing the most dramatic form of makeup. They really do, and they and kill like, it. Like, Trixie Mattel. She's a okay, full-on yeah. clown. I'm in love with her. Okay. Like, I'm like, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's gorgeous. She's slender. Have you beautiful. ever tried to, like, drag your makeup? Um... No, uh, just the process of putting your eyebrows down is ridiculous, and I'm not gonna do it. You mean like how they like cover their yes. eyebrows and everything? But also, I don't really have to because I have a really big eyelid. Yeah, it's just gigantic, mm-hmm. and I could just like probably tape up here and put a wig on, and then you would never know. I thought about doing drag. Did I ever tell you that? No, you didn't. I thought about it for like a month. I didn't know women could do drag. I was like, yeah, curious. they're called bio drag queens. Okay, because I like I went to this drag brunch like last Sunday, and I was like, I felt so inspired. It was like this the most Simone story that you can think of, where it's like my car was like double parked on a street that like had church that I didn't know because like I don't <laughs> live out there. So I was like, all right, well, let me just get some food and like wait for a church service to end. So I walk into this place just to get some food, and it's a full on drag Love brunch it. with like a drag queen like coming down like, and it's like this is like like okay now I have to go to brunch like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love drag. Uh, also because I love makeup. Like, yeah. I have fallen out with it, but you can. St- I still have a full, like, desk of makeup. Probably hundreds, if not a thousand dollars of makeup that you just let sit there. But let's, like, let's, something really funny, right? Like, in high school, everyone knew and everyone knew I could do makeup, like, because yeah. I did it for the plays and stuff. Yeah. And then, and I would show up for, like, I, I did my prom makeup, whatever. College, I did makeup a few times. People who knew me weren't fully surprised. In New York, I never put on makeup. I don't put on makeup to go to work. I don't. I only put on makeup to go out. And that's if like it's a big going out. Like I think the first time I did makeup in New York was like for my birthday. Yeah. Uh, I, I had already been there for a full nine months. So anytime people came over to my apartment, they were just in shock and awe. Like it was like a good ten minutes of them being like, "Why do you own this? Yeah, all of this. Why do you own this? Because I also have like a wall mount of nail polish. Yeah, but I can't wear nails because the gloves take the um, normal paint off. Uh, so I'm getting a. I already know because my, my mom used Amazon. I'm getting a gel top coat thing without so it should last in the yeah. gloves. Okay. Personal props. Personal Wait props. a minute. Wait. What did you just say? You were sneaking around on Amazon? No, I was not sneaking around. Me and my mom share an Amazon account, and this girl bought something that I asked for on the Amazon account, so I'm checking my orders. Okay, I don't believe you, because I know how you are. I Listen, I'm <laughs> way better about the presents now. <laughs> What's the toughest question you've asked yourself? Oh, we want to go there? We're here now. Uh, why are you sad? Why are you so sad? (laughs) (laughs) And then now I go to therapy. That's good. Yeah. Get your 
Gather your shit together, guys. Yeah, I hear, like, I don't know. I feel like this year especially, like, well, 2018 is going to be 2019 when this comes out. But um, this year especially, I feel like everybody's been, like, on the therapy train. Like, everybody's like, go to therapy. You need to go to therapy. Like, so many people, like, not even, like, people, like, um, like... I guess, like, celebrities and, like, um, a lot of podcasts that I listen to, they go to therapy. And then, like, you and I have another friend, Steven, who was on the podcast that does therapy also. And, like, I've been in therapy seems since like a 2016, before the trend. What's up? Wow, I did therapy before it was cool. <laughs> I did therapy before it was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone should go to therapy. Mm-hmm. If you don't think you have problems, one, you do. Two, talk about them in therapy. But not every therapist is a good therapist for you. I think that's why people, like, get disenchanted with it. They go to one person, and it sucks, and they're like, therapy sucks! And it's like, yeah, not every therapist is a match, bro. Yeah. How, how, have you ever had a bad therapist? Yes. I've had two bad, like, categorically bad ones. One in high school who would just always compare me to her daughter, and I'm like, I'm not your daughter. That's weird. It was so weird. That's like a guess. And her like- daughter was like six, seven years older than me, too, and I'm like, yeah, we're totally in the same life position. And then in college, I was seeing, like, someone on, like, the university. Yeah. And I was an RA, and she just couldn't believe some of the habits I had. She's like, RAs can, ha- can do that stuff? And I'm like, we're just, we're literally just college students that somehow got a job controlling other <laughs> college students yeah. like um and like RAs will also like when none of the students are on campus like we just throw massive parties for each other like <laughs> we're just regular college students that yeah. somehow got a cushy job that are better at hiding that they're college yeah, exactly students. exactly we're just really sneaky yeah and um then my first therapist in New York she wasn't bad it just wasn't a match mm-hmm. it just was not a match and then I just started with a new person. I mean, this hasn't been consistent since high school. Like, I did it for, like, six months, and then I stopped going. And then college was like, I did it for two months, and then I stopped going. What makes you, like, stop and then go back? Uh, well, the first the first two is just because I didn't like them. Okay. Uh, so I stopped. And then in New York, I was like, I'm starting grad school. New year, new me. <laughs> I just, I knew grad school, like, grad students just historically have really high, like, suicide rates oh wow. yeah so i was like that's not gonna be me yeah uh let me get this sorted mm-hmm. and that's when i started it how often do you go uh you have to go once a week oh really you yeah. have to you kind of have to most therapists don't want to see you like once every two weeks once every three weeks okay um that's the only barrier because mm-hmm. like also because the, the first therapist in new york she wanted to see me at like 11 a.m. and I'm like I'm at work like what am I supposed to tell these people that I, I don't want to tell them I'm in therapy like yeah. it's not their business yeah listen to the podcast though <laughs> <laughs> and is it ever like embarrassing to like be like oh, I'm I, going to therapy or with friends no mm-hmm. um with co-workers just because like they're not I don't know they're not my friends yeah so, and I would not want, I finally kind of, I, I don't think I told my boss I was going to therapy, but I told her that I deal with anxiety. So, but that took like two years of working with her yeah. to finally be like, you know what? This situation actually makes me really anxious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you think it's important to like have your boss in on that? No, I would, I honestly didn't want to, but she's a doctor. So like I was telling her about like, 
uh, some medication side effects. And she's like, oh, well, what are they? And I was oh. like, it's none of your business. Yeah. But I told her because I didn't know. I lied to her the first time she ever asked. I said, thyroid medication? <laughs> <laughs> That's like mood Because they make me right? sleep. They make me sleep too late. So I tried uh, to work at like 11. Yeah. And it was just getting really like bad. Yeah, I was like, she doesn't care. But it's like, no, actually, no, I'm on medication. No, it's like, actually, I can't wake up. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's all good. I see. Do you want kids? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes no. Sometimes yes. Um, I think no, usually because the world... Like, I truly think we're going to have, like, terrible weather events. Yeah. Because of global warming. And I just don't want to bring children into this world that are going to have to face hardships that no human should have to face because I of actions that. other humans take. I do feel that, but I feel like you also need workers for the apocalypse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be mine. <laughs> Not going to be mine. Somebody else's little bratty ass kids can do it. Um, no, but I mean, like, I think if I really had the urge to have children, I'd adopt because, like, someone else already brought those children into the yeah. world. And, like, if... Like, ju- like, I don't think that people brought into this world shouldn't have a good life just because the world's going to shit. Yeah, so. I feel that. Yeah. I do want to adopt also. I want to have my own kids. I just I just want to have, like, a big family, honestly. I honestly really want to foster high school kids once I'm making a good amount of money because I want to, like... I know I said earlier you don't have to go to college, but if you do want to go to college, like, I want you to have every opportunity to pursue that goal. Yeah. And I feel like foster kids are, like... Foster high school students are, like, the... The least ones that supported are, yeah, for that goal. If kind of being it. left behind. Yeah. Someone's going to come out with a paper that are like, foster kids have exceptionally high completion <laughs> rates. <laughs> so um, the sidebar to this question is, what would be the most important lesson you feel like your kids need to know? Um, don't be a little shit to other people. Um, just like be polite. It literally is free to just be polite. Like, say thank you when people hand you shit. I mean, I'm really bad at saying please. I'm <laughs> but ter- I've realized I'm terrible like, at saying please. Probably from the ages of like four to eight are like my like you know peak please years, mm-hmm. and then after that it's like. What? Can you hand me that? But I always say thank you. My sister <laughs> I used to get you. so mad at me for not saying please, and I'm like, did I thank you though? <laughs> like obviously, I am thankful that you did this for mm-hmm. me. I don't really, and I don't care if people don't say please with me, unless it's like a big ask, I guess. But yeah. it's even weirder. Like I always forget to say please. So if I have a big ask, I then go please. <laughs> okay, so I say please when I'm like asking someone for something who works somewhere yes like a waiter bartender like server i'll say actually probably honestly i might not but like casually there's no like if you know me whatever like you know i'm not rude do we (laughs) (laughs) i'm playful i'm jokingly rude i'm jokingly rude (laughs) would you ever get plastic surgery yeah we were just talking about this last night yeah but the people don't know that (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i want lip injections on my top lip because my bottom lip is gigantic in comparison uh not that it's a big bottom lip but like compared to my non-existent <laughs> top lip um yeah there's I mean, it's that, not that bad. <laughs> you do have lips like <laughs> i know um but it's like really annoying when i'm putting on lipstick and i have to like even out the sides oh, oh it's so annoying i see um so i would have lip injections i mean they're expensive so i'm not paying for it yet I so know, if yeah. someone wants to hit me up 
with four hundred and fifty dollars. Cash out. They have it on Groupon too. You should check on Groupon sometimes. I am like, not getting my lips injected by a Groupon person. I know someone who's done that. It turned out well. You just gotta look at the reviews. Okay. Um. Maybe. I always forget to use my Groupons though. So, yeah, like, I've gifted Groupons that they've never been used, and I'm like, okay, well, like, I guess I'll just like, <laughs> what do I, I do? Like, we'll cash those in? Yeah, like, yeah, you might as well just do the activity yourself. Well, no, I mean, like, because I, I don't know, I guess I could do the activity myself. Yeah, but just I was do thinking the activity yourself. Like, yeah, I mean, like, if I lose weight, I've been like big for a really long time, so I just don't know what my skin's gonna look like when I lose weight. So, like, if I had to, like, get some some stuff tied in, I wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily mind. True, true. I'm not trying to look like I've had six kids. No offense to people who've had <laughs> six kids. <laughs> Shout out to everybody with six kids out there. <laughs> if you're not listening, I'm not sorry. I mean, <laughs> it's like, like somebody like is just like going to feel in the air like, I should be offended by something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish that's how it worked. But, like, every time somebody says something that relates to you and you're like, wait yeah, a minute. Your, your spine just straightens and you're like. Black people would be in trouble. It's like, I just felt racism happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh I don't no. know where, but I take it back. Goes. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> Not trying to add to the burden. <laughs> what does heartbreak feel like to you? Um, Pointless. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, disappointment, probably. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably, like, the. The actual feeling, like, is that disappointment? Maybe it's like, maybe, um, loneliness. Yeah, as well. It's a nice little cocktail of disappointment and loneliness. I've had this like quote where it's like anybody that you care about is going to disappoint you. Yeah, a hundred percent. I've probably disappointed you many a times. I mean, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thing. Based on that statement, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite story to tell? Mm, mm. You know what's funny? You know I tell all these stories, and now I don't. I can't think of a single fucking one. Gaslight. <laughs> oh my god! Go listen to her. The Final Friends podcast. Me and her. This bitch does not understand the word. I know what it means now. What does it mean now? It's like when you try to convince someone that they're crazy. Yes. By lying okay. to them yeah, about okay. what's happening around them. Well, you kind of have to lie to convince them they're crazy. That goes without saying. Uh, my favorite story to tell. Right now, it's how I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda, which you don't know who that is, which makes me sad. But Oh, yeah. 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 Hamilton. Yeah. Um, he lives in the neighborhood I live in in New York, and he was walking out of a building I was walking into. And so the doors are right next to each other. And I and we're, we both our hands are on the door, so it's not really you can't interact with someone when there's two doors in your way, right? But I'm looking at him through the glass, and I'm full on panicking because is it like on? Can you do you know if it's like on your face? Like yes, panic? it definitely. I can feel it on my face. Like I'm like wide eyed, and then he gets a little wide eyed because he's probably like, oh no, what is this theater bitch about to say to me? And then I just smile and keep going. But in the span of, like, four seconds, I had so many thoughts. I was like, one, you can't, like, you know, he was just with his kid. You can't, like, upset, like, that morning ritual. Like, that's rude. Uh, Two, you're late to the doctor. You can't be having a conversation with Lynn Monroe Miranda. You are already late to the doctor. (laughs) And then, like, just, like, there's also that moment where I was like, I know him. I know him. Oh, my God. It's Lynn Monroe Miranda. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, it's like, how long are you going to camp outside of that doctor's office to see him again? 
Um, I guess it's like a six I haven't. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that I won't. Yeah. I haven't, so I won't. Yeah. Plus I already knew that he would he would he was going to that building semi regularly. So I, I was never How like, did you know that? Other people have seen him. Oh, yeah. Same is this kid sick? No, it's not just a doctor's office. Uh, it's not just a doc- it's okay. just like where the student's doctor's is. Okay. Yeah. Is this kid sick? No. I mean I, mean, I don't know. Terrible. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Personal privacy. Hope not. Shit. Hope not. Yeah. <laughs> P- prayers out for living on Miranda's kid. <laughs> what would you um, want to say to him? Oh my gosh, like he, I've always been like really into American government, but I think that his play, in like seeing how he portrayed the founding fathers, like inspirations for what they did, even though I think he, he was very much writing that play in good faith. Um, which I think we all think of the Founding Fathers as being these, like, you know, truly respectable people. And they, like, they're human beings just like everyone else. Like, I think that probably 70% of America thinks that. Yeah, like, a large amount of America is, like... I mean, like, white people. Oh, got it, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. There are black Republicans. Yeah, there are. <laughs> it was just, like... It made me want to act the way that... Like, in the play, I mean, they don't portray Hamilton as necessarily this all-around good guy. Like, he cheats on his wife in the play. Cheats Everybody on, cheats on cheated on his wife in real life. Everybody Every politician definitely does. Um, and But, like, he had a clear vision for how he thought the country would most benefit. And I like to think that I have... I mean, it's not just my vision at all. Like, it's clearly informed by, like, people in, like, the progressive left 100%. Like, I didn't come up with you know, better education, Mm -hmm. um, water for Flint. I didn't come up with that. Yeah. Uh, but those are things that I want done and I think that they would benefit the country as a whole. And like his, his play made me want to actually act on that. Okay. I haven't, but it made me want to. I feel like in the last, (laughs) I mean, especially two years, I guess I would say there have been so many more people like getting into politics Mm -hmm. and like, I'm not a politics type of person, but I'm definitely like being drawn closer and closer to it the biggest disservice that politicians like of yesteryear ever did was make people think caring about the future of this country was political like it should yeah. be but i it should be wanting to have a country that works for every single citizen in it shouldn't be seen as political but it is yeah and i think it's foul because there are people who are truly afraid of being like, I, like how people are afraid to say they're a feminist. There are people who are like, I don't want to say I'm political. I don't think that's the thing. But there are people for like me. that. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think for me, it's just the fact that like politics just seems so like it just seems um, so complicated in general. Just like, um, I mean, I went into science. I'm not so many complicated. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so much depth and like trying to get into it and like learn things and like the yeah. policies and like nothing's like yeah. like um what do you call it? like um is Easy. it like nomenclature it's like yeah very yeah. like but again so. like i think honestly pursuing science has made me more willing to pursue politics because i know i can already learn the jargon and the like the in the in and outs of science so like if i can do that i can do but for me, I just feel like else. it shouldn't be. No, 100% it shouldn't. It but should at be. the same time, you do have to use legalese. Like, politics is law. Law is politics. It, it, it is. But, like, I think that we should simplify shit down. Like, people should be able to understand things on a very simple level. Like, everybody should be able to understand things. And, like, 
people are taking advantage of the fact yes, that, that people, people don't know can't understand things. But counter argument, that's why we need a better education system. Because then people even if you don't teach it to them in the school, they have the background to then teach it to themselves. Can't but teach a man to fish or whatever. There's so many like adults that don't have the ability to understand. So yeah. what we need to do, like, yeah, we can, like we can change the education system, but people have already left the education mm-hmm. system. So we need to bring that back to the mm-hmm. middle also. But then I've also met older people who are like, well, I don't want to learn anything new anymore. Like I'm not. And so it's like, okay, then all hope is lost. Yeah. But no, yeah, I just, I just wish that politics were simpler, honestly. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I mean, life would be. I honestly, I like. I mean, like you say, like thinking in black and white. Like, vote for this, and this will happen. Vote oh, for that, and so, that will happen. Like, like that's the Thomas Jefferson can. I mean, you can say anything on this podcast. So. Uh, Thomas Jefferson did the worst thing for this country in setting up a two-party system. Like, it really started with him. I guess you could argue that it started with Hamilton too, or at least John Adams, John Adams and Jefferson, and it's like. But no, it depends when you say, okay, yeah, the worst thing for this country, if your goal is to make sure that everybody has is divided and and has the same rights as everybody else. But if that was his goal to make sure that like we would fight forever, then like, I think it was, I don't believe the founding fathers are always acting in good faith. So that's just like, oh man, if I ever run for any sort of political like office that sound bite right yeah. there. <laughs> it's like I'm okay it's true. With it though. Like it's, that, I mean that's your like, truth. That's that, your exactly. Truth. Like I mean I've tr- I my favorite thing to tweet is after like a controversial opinion is and I can't wait for that to be brought up during a <laughs> presidential debate. <laughs> I feel like you need the these tweets are not a reflection of <laughs> but also like I don't know like Twitter's not saying like, like I, I don't think the Thomas Jefferson thing is necessarily like I don't think that should be career-ending, even if it is. It shouldn't be. I'm not going to change my opinion on that, necessarily. But I do think sometimes when people's... Not, like, the really, like, terribly racist, terribly sexist stuff gets pulled up, but when people say, like... um, Like, if someone were to say something about, like, how they don't think education's a big deal, and then now, suddenly, like, 20 years later, they're running for office, and it is for them, it's like, wow, 20 years is a big difference to learn and grow, and, like, like, someone who, yeah, is like... But you have to have that growth reflected, it can't just be yeah. like, oh, now I now I believe in education. Yeah, but there are so many times where, like, politicians' lives, we, we do think that we know everything about them, but there is so much that they go through that, like, they're not celebrities. Like, TMZ isn't hunting them down, snapping pictures of their every move. Like, we don't see them. Until they run for president. Until they run. Exactly. <laughs> but there, there's a lot of time between someone, like, is just a politician to the point where they're, I mean, for Donald Trump, he was never a politician. Yeah. But he was also, like, TMZ actually was taking Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, um, I want you to finish your point because I'm not quite... Um, understanding yet. Oh, like, as long as they're not, like, clearly an extremist on, like, racism, sexism, those are really the two biggies, uh, yeah. uh homophobia, uh, Islamophobia, like, because those things as are... As you respect people, like, And then maybe people. you have, maybe you lie, like, just to the right of the center, or whatever, like, as long as you're not an ism, you can, you can show, you can have an opinion change down the road. And I, I think people that. forget that. I think people forget people's opinions change. But one thing I would say is that I think that um, a lot of policy is influenced by, like, these sort of, like, um, isms. So it's like, when you believe in something, it's not you just believe in this. You believe in this because of your racism, your sexism, yeah, yeah. your homophobia. Because you don't want to make a cake like that. for a gay in, couple. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. But those are, like, individuals, not necessarily... 
I mean, there are institutions that were founded on Islams, too, so. Yeah. I mean, this whole country's history is really, like... Fucked up. Intertwined with really nasty stuff that people don't ever want to actually address. And if you never address something, you can never actually expect it to be rooted out. Yeah. Like, it's still in those institutions. There are still racist as hell laws. There are still, like, sexist as hell laws. Like, but just because they're not, like, enforced doesn't mean it's okay that they're still in the books. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's still okay that, like... Did you hear that? One day a police officer could decide. Like, to, to follow, like, a, a, a certain type of racist or sexist law. I mean, like, it, like, so, yeah. I, like sodomy is still illegal in certain places. Really? Like, one day a police officer could just decide to arrest a gay man. Yeah. Because, like, he assumes. Well, that's, that's hearsay, though. Like, you can't really arrest someone just on a, a rumor, right? Like, it's like, oh. The officer's actually the one being sodomized, and he's like, you're arrested. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you cheat and you're only planning on doing it once, would you tell your partner? Yeah. Because I would want them to tell me. And also, I have a rule where if anyone cheats on me, I'm breaking up. So, I just don't... I don't think people... People who cheat are obviously not getting something in the relationship they have that they want. And they should just be honest with themselves and the person they're with. And and either explore an open relationship or decide if they need to break up. Okay. So, the reason that you would... Why would you, like, just break up with your partner off books, off cheating? I'm not saying that, like, that's, like... Like uh, I'll never be able to trust them again, okay. and like trust is the foundation of like any relationship. Like, but part of the re- they're like being honest with you about the fact that they cheated. Maybe, or maybe I caught them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this hypothetical person. So, so what if they told you that like, hey, I just hey, wanted to let I you cheated. know I cheated. Here's the thing: even if they were honest with me about it, I would always have to wonder: is were they like, emotionally involved with that person? Mm-hmm. Was it just a physical thing? Is, are, is that person still in their life? Like, do they work with this person? Are they going to see them all the time? Like, there's way too many scenarios where it doesn't end well for me. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't end well for them either. Like, so let's just part ways. Yeah. I mean... Like, there's going to be someone out there. Also, sorry. I didn't who will make you cheat? <laughs> I mean, like, I know who will make you not cheat. No, yeah. Someone, there's going to be someone out there who is going... You're going to stay if they cheat. Yeah, it's like... No, well, that's not what I was going to say. Okay. I was going to say that there's someone out there who will not cheat on you. Like, you don't have to stay with the cheater. Like, but what if you're in love with the cheater? I will also... I just don't believe in, like, one soulmate. I don't believe in soulmates. I don't yeah. believe it. Like, I believe that you can make a great relationship with a bunch of people. And, like, if one of those people cheats on you guess what there's literally thousands more that you can have the same level of relationship with so have fun out there (laughs) y'all but i think it's hopeful i I think soulmate is such a sad concept why because you're saying there's seven billion people on this earth and there's only one person who is perfect for you i don't think that either but i feel like it's rare when you have like a genuine connection with someone but here's the thing i also know plenty of are heard of. I don't know. I mean, I'm 24. I don't know many divorced people. But I know people who have been divorced and they're like, you know what? They were the perfect partner for that time until we got divorced. Like, until it, until it frazzled out. And, like, love isn't something that necessarily withstands the test of time. Sometimes you have to take a relationship for what it was and then it ended and you moved on to the next relationship. So, that's yeah. my stand. Okay. Alright, so we're going to play a quick game called... Snakes and Ladders? No. Okay. So this Ooh, game is called okay. How Much Money. And um, I love money. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you want to get married someday? Yeah. All right. So you want your um, potential partner to propose to you or would you? Um, I've always imagined being proposed to. So how much money would it take you to propose to your partner? Um, 
A million. A million? No. That's what I'm saying. It's probably like a hundred thousand. Actually, you know what? The amount of debt I have. You know, you, you already want to marry them. Like, <laughs> I I truly thought I was going to write a book about 101 ways you can propose. Like, I love proposals. You still could. I still can write it. Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, but, like, I love proposals. Mm-hmm. And I... I have always jumped of being proposed to. Okay. So I would have to get something substantial out of doing it. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's like my, my I see, dream, I see what you mean. but I definitely at, at some point was thinking more about being proposed to than like a wedding, you know, like the, like the proposals, like the magical part. Yeah. And cause you like a wedding, you know, it's going to happen. A proposal, you shouldn't. Okay. Oh, so you like, should guys should talk. No. About, you should have talked about it, but you shouldn't know when it's going to happen. Kaylin, I already know you're going to ruin your own proposal. Because I'm um, nosy? Yeah, because you're yeah. nosy as hell. He's like, he has been gone for 42 <laughs> minutes. I don't understand where he is. <laughs> like, Listen, that's okay. Whatever. It's fine. But you know what? I, I'm not going to be like, it, it won't take much, but like the amount of debt I have, like my student debt, okay, my credit card debt. Let's say you have no debt. No debt? No debt. How much does it take for you to propose to your partner? Somebody that you already want to marry. 50000 50000 Yeah. That's not a lot of money. You wouldn't, you wouldn't propose them for 25000 It depends on what I want at that time. Like, if if what... Uh, it's literally you're just getting paid for the proposal. How much is a Tesla? I don't know, actually. The price of a Tesla. You're not playing this game. Right? I have to get something specific out of it. That's how I shop, okay? <laughs> That's how I think of my paycheck. I think, okay, how can I break this paycheck into different ways? So, yes. The price of a Tesla. The self-driving Tesla. So are you just like, for every question I ask, you're just going to like... It depends. I don't know. The price of a Fenty bag. Like... I don't know. Okay. Y'all can look up what a Tesla costs. How much money would it take for you to never listen to music again? Oh, no. You know I listen to like hours of music every day. Like... I don't listen to music that much. So like this, I listen be to like, hours of music every. It's day. like you can give me a hundred dollars not to listen. Well, no, probably a little bit more because like then when I go like to a bar or something, I can never hear music. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I would say for me, I would say like probably like probably twenty thousand for, for the me, rest of my life. Yeah, twenty thousand. For me, honestly, it'd have to be a life changing amount of money. How much is that? Like, is that a million? I would say if you if you split it right, a million is a life changing amount. Yeah, I'd if say, you split it right, twenty thousand is a life. <laughs> not really. Um, Jay-Z lost nine I'd say years. five million. Five million? I'd say five million. I know I could live like really comfortably with five so million. So somebody offers do things you I want to do. Two and a half million. I don't think like literally hours of music every day. I was just reading today that like people who experience shivers from music, music plays a much bigger part of their emotional life and their emotional like. I've experienced fabric. like shivers from music, like listening to like a note happen and like you know like you get the tingling. Yeah, in your and but. Like, I know music is a very big part of my emotional fabric. Mm -hmm. And to give that up forever would be... That would be big. I mean, I have a really dark joke. I used to want, when at my funeral, when people approach my casket, I wanted to play another one by Sadus by Queen. Like, I even want music to play a role in my death. So, like, music's big. (laughs) If you listen to um, episode five, Stephen has a... Funeral playlist. Hell, is it Steven single? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what else do I have to give up? What's the next one? Um, so how much money would it take what, what, for check, check. you to watch your parents have sex? Mm-mm. 
No amount of money. I'm not doing that. You wouldn't do that for $5 million? Nope. No. No. Really? No. You could be like, Caitlin, you're going to be broke for the rest of your life, or you're going to watch your parents have sex, and I'd be like, I guess I'll be broke for the rest of my life. What's really? up? Really? I'm not watching There's a cash that. amount to this. A billion dollars? Okay, a billion dollars just isn't even real to me. Like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just don't even... Like, five million? I think that's the highest amount of money that's that I can, I can fully grasp. <laughs> like, five million dollars is, like, the last amount. I can fully understand how that affects me. One billion? No, because I, I... Like, if I had one billion dollars, I would give it all away except for five million and then just live off five million. That, you, know, you know how much money, like, how many times you would have to give away five million dollars? That's okay. Yeah, I know. A, a lot. Literally... <laughs> 20 million times five uh, that's not even right it's not even 20 million it's 200 million times five is it yeah that's wow. that's how many billions i wasn't even gonna do the math i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it i'm not doing it a billion though no because i can't even conceptualize but like that's not even I, I i don't even know what that would mean you know that's old money that's more than old money that's jeff bezos money that's he's kind of new money isn't he he is new money but he's worth more than like Tons of people. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one because honestly, like, no money is gonna. I, I don't think I can. Okay, next one. I'm Catholic. Um, Sex is a weird thing. I definitely don't want to watch my parents do it. How much money would it take you to eat the same food forever? Mm. I get to pick it. Do I get to pick the meal? Yeah. And what same would be food. the meal? Um. I want to say pizza because like I I feel like everybody would toppings. say pizza. I know, but like no, it's the same. Ask me the same pizza. Yeah, I could eat that Blaze pizza that I make all the time with okay. the chicken and the pesto and. It's like making me like, sick. Like you know, like trying like new foods all the time. Like I love trying new foods, but I also know that when I like stuff, so- like I can eat the same meal all week. Mm-hmm. Like I I'll like make a big thing on like Sunday and then just eat it all week. I'm fine. You got with that. two days of me. I got to switch up after that. I have no issues with it. So I think I could do that quite easily. It's like two hundred dollars. No. 10,000. Why would I do any of this for less than at least 10,000? Yeah, because like when you say the rest of your life, it's like. Yeah. Like if you said the next month, I'd be like, hell yeah, 200. Like, <laughs> give me that. Like, that's that pays for the pizza. My brother would probably offer that. Like, he'd be like, I bet you 200 bucks you can't eat the same thing all month. And I'd be like, bet. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Okay, next one. All right. Um, um, those are actually all the have you ever. I only had six. Cute. Like, yeah. Let's wrap up this podcast. So the last question I have for you is, do you have any questions for me? Uh, yes. Let's go. Wow. I literally was in my brain because I knew this was about to happen before you like said it. And now it's like, I mean, I told you it was going to happen before the, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I had the question on it, like ready to Uh, go. And then you you set it up and I was like, fuck. Oh my God. Baby brain. (laughs) Um, that's a good one too. I feel. Oh, I remember it now. Okay. When you are at an age where you can retire, what do you see yourself doing? Um, I honestly don't see myself retiring in the sense that I feel like I'm always going to be moving, always going to be doing something. I'm always going to like... But I'm saying you have the money to like... Your your house is paid for. So you're saying like... Your purchase is paid for. You got got the money. Like you can just like do whatever you want. What do I want to do when I'm old? Yeah. Yes, um, so you retire when you're old. But I mean, like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm not. I don't feel like I'll. I feel like you're I'll always, always gonna work. Like, like in a- I'm always. I just feel like 
I don't know. I like. I want to. I mean, like, do everything that like retired people do now. Like, want to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to spoil the shit out of my grandkids. You yeah. know, send them home with sweet tooth and everything. Um, I don't know. Gotcha. Um, I'm not really sure what I see myself doing. I kind of just hope that I continue to live my life kind of the way yeah. that I'm doing now, where I'm just you know like doing what you want. Yeah, doing well, not just do experiencing new things. Going to events yeah. and hopefully I have like more money so that way I can go to like more events because I really want to go to like chefs tables but them shits are expensive so it's like I want to go to like two hundred three hundred dollars seven course meal like type yeah. things for like that's that's what I want to do in we should actually do that though like I fucking now. love that yeah. no I mean like I'm fucking poor right now though so not as poor as me and I, I mean, don't <laughs> want to do it you got a yeah. credit card right I'm broke but girl. Yeah, so that's what I want to do. I just want to, like, um, always be, you know, like, um, experiencing new things, learning things. Maybe I'll take classes. I don't know. Like, I just want to continue to learn about people. Yeah. And I guess yeah. I asked. I'm sorry. I cut you off. You're good. Okay. Because, um, like, I've always, like, said that I want to run, like, an elephant reserve when I'm old. Like, just, uh, okay. you know, like, I was thinking more so, like, because, like, I, we're both very work-oriented. Some, we're some both Katie, very, like. Some Katie hair and shit. Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. I had to think about which one she was. I was like, Regina George is nice. <laughs> that just really got me for a second. But, yeah. But, no, that's cute. I also, I think it's cute that you think about being a grandparent. Yeah, I don't want to have kids, but I want to be a grandparent. Just kidding. I, want, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm very torn. I but know. But if your brother has kids, I, I, and then you'll be a bomb-ass yeah. great aunt. yeah. And a I, great aunt, but... Yeah. I definitely want to have grandkids. I just don't want to deal with the middle part. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I, I I don't know. I'm like, I've like, this is the first year since like, I guess probably high school that I've like actually wanted to have kids because I want to raise good people to spread more goodness in this terrible ass world. I'm ready for a baby in my life, just not my baby. I know. I'd be ready for my baby. Then I have a baby in my life. Yeah. I'd buy it stuff. Not all the stuff you need to buy it, but like, yeah. I'd buy it stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, Any other questions? People really get stuck at this part. Cause well, I, also, I mean, like, I've known you for... They don't know Four, me, eight... Eleven years. Whew. Yeah, it's been a fucking time. No, not ten. 2008. We would have met in the summer. It's about to be 2019. Yeah, well. <laughs> we would have been in the summer, though, right? Yeah. Wait. The that would make 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that make 11. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, another question that y'all might not know about Simone. Hmm. <laughs> uh, what did you want to be when you were five years old? When I was five? Has anyone asked that? No. Okay. Um, uh, what I like I, I went when old I was five? and young. Five? Dramatic. I don't know. I probably wanted to be six. Like... <laughs> Um, the first job that I wanted to have was yeah. an architect, though. Cute. Yeah. How old were you when, like, that was, like, a thing? Like, you I feel like I was around, like, man. 10. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, Like, architect is an obscure one, too. Like, really? I feel like I didn't know that, like, people had to design. I don't know how, oh. I, you know, like. I don't know. I like creating things. Like, that's a part of what I want to do. But, um, yeah. Like, I've actually designed my own house already. I have like a SketchUp model of like exactly what I want my house to be like that. Um, so I haven't designed the basement yet. 
Yeah, no. Yeah. I haven't designed the basement yet. I think I'm going to put, like, two, I want to put at least one guest bedroom in the basement. And then there are three rooms for the four kids that I want to have. I don't I wanted to have three kids before. But, um, and then there's, like, a master bedroom. So it's going to be, it's probably going to be, like, a six-bedroom house. Probably two in the basement and then, yeah. Four at the rest. So one kid's going to be in the basement. Um, yeah, I mean, like, hopefully there's the space oldest, not enough. Yeah, 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 the oldest, yeah, the oldest can go You probably in the want the basement yeah. at that point. To put the baby in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> the newborn. Yeah. It's really cool, though. The house that I have, it's like a ranch house, except for the master bedroom is in, like, it has, like, its own level. So, yeah. like, the master bedroom oh, is the yeah, second yeah. level, and then the rest of it's, like, a rancher, and then, like, there's yeah. the basement. So, it's not really a rancher at all. All but, I know um, <laughs> that I want in my dream house is a soaking tub. That's the only thing I know, and it's a requirement. Um, do you have any other questions? Can I ask a money question? The, like, the game we played? Yeah. Oh, okay. How much money would it take for you to wear the same color every day for the rest of your life? You can choose the color. Okay. Um, so when I choose the color, is it like a color range or is it a specific color? Is it like yellow and anything inside of yellow or is it like this a exact range, yellow? A tight range. So okay. you can't go from pale to like the darkest. Okay. But you can you can do like a... Like let's say a five shade range. Okay. I can fuck with that. Like Like you know how the paint strips... Like, mm-hmm. you can choose a no, I, don't, I definitely... Wait, so, like... All right. Now I'm really getting into it, because, like, you know, like, I'm thinking about my outfits right now. So it's, like, if I'm wearing a yellow shirt, then I can wear blue pants, or, like, it has to be all yellow. Okay. All so yellow. I'll probably just wear dresses for the rest of my life. Dresses are rompers, jumpers, things that make it interesting. Um, I would probably say yellow, honestly, because, like, I'm dark-skinned, so, like, that shit looks good. True. And then how much money? How much money? What would it take? Enough to fund my closet. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Can I do that? Can I like do like a variable change where it's just like as long as I'm wearing these colors, I can just pay for the money. Oh, so that. like okay. At, oh, I like that. So like you're wearing the the same color, but your clothes are always paid for yeah. by someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm cool with that. But you can't use the money for anything else. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, I actually saved fifty dollars on this month's allowance. Yeah, I'm exactly. Go buy. Yeah, no, you have to give it back. Yeah, but I feel like if if I just had to like choose the money amount. Probably at least two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars. My kids through college, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't even think that that covers college anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. No, yeah, school. A is billion like, dollars. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> that means you don't have to worry about anything but your mental health for the rest of your life. <laughs> Rich people get depressed. That's why you don't have to worry about anything but your mental health for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, too much. Um, so yeah, let's, um, wrap this up right here. So if you want to be reached by anybody on this podcast, anybody who's listening, uh, find um, me at, at C-A-I-T-L-I-N-F-J-O-R-D on Twitter or Instagram. I don't really use Instagram though. So just hit me up. You should start posting more pictures. I just posted a picture. Oh yeah, you did actually. Yeah. I saw that yesterday. It was me being bottle fed by Disney characters at Disney World. <laughs> I, I was a baby. Queen ass shit. It, it, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't twenty-four. <laughs> this was three months ago. <laughs> I was just passed out and they were like, she needs water. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you for being on this podcast. Really enjoyed it. Um are there any projects that you are working on that you want people to know about? Listen. Her book. One 101 day. proposals. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. 101 ways to propose. Um, and it's going to be cute because actually I don't want to say too much about it. I mean, like, I at one point do want to start putting 
things I'm writing out there. So if you want to follow me, even though I've not proven myself to be a good writer to you all, but like you want to have your ear to the ground about the next poet laureate of America, uh, follow me. All right. Twitter? Twitter, mostly. Okay. (laughs) I deleted my Tumblr. Oh, that's like, uh, was it because of the porn thing? It, no, it was actually <laughs> before that because they weren't taking child porn seriously. They had uh, a huge problem with child. That's why they. Yeah, that's why they said. Did it. But like before they even did it, I was like, I'm sick of this. Like yeah. I'm sick of like having my email associated with this website that is literally Terrible. illegal. Illegal. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so if you guys would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that at soundcloud.com slash NTMY podcast, or also on iTunes or Stitcher. And you can follow the podcast at NTMY podcast on Twitter and Instagram for the latest updates. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, or just something that you want to share, then you can direct those emails to ntmypodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next week. You, you guys should subscribe. <laughs>